Welcome to No Ordinary Ordinary Women, Women. the podcast where two ordinary broads chat about extraordinary women, the good, the bad, and and the batshit crazy. Hi, Rose. Hey, Lynn. How you doing? Good. How you doing? I'm dandy. So, Rose, cheers to Thursday, to Little Friday. Cheers. We have a new cock. Tail. Oh. Is that better? I don't know. I should have put That's the squeezy fine. in first. So I made a new cocktail. Uh, we didn't name it. It's another lazy one by Lynn. It's another lazy one by Lynn. <laughs> Absolutely. But you know what? They taste good. No, it it's good. fine. Yeah. It's um, it's the Smirnoff Zero Sugar Infusions Lemon and Elderflower, which I love Elderflower liqueur. Um, but it's zero sugar, which makes it even better. And this is um, and soda water with a little squeeze of pure aqua. It's the flavored shit you add to your water. It's pretty good. And it's orange tangerine. So it's actually really good. And um, stir the one up. I need to stir this one up. And a squeeze of uh, lime. Nummies. Very good. Adelish. Adelish. I mean, it'd be better if I put it in a shaker, Christina. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe when I get a dishwasher. (laughs) So it's been raining here for. Four straight days, days nonstop. But we haven't had rain in so long. and everything, no excuse. <laughs> but everything's been like all my flowers that I planted are just looking really like anemic and really just blah. Like they're not doing well, even though I water them and everything. Yeah. And so the first day that we had rain, like it poured. It did pour. And so everything got nice and soaked. And I walked out to look at my garden and I have a volunteer sunflower that's as tall as I am now that just... I never had sunflowers in there. A bird must oh, have really? dropped it. Yeah, and so is that what they're called a volunteer. Yeah, when they just grow by themselves. Oh, yeah, it's called a volunteer. So I have a volunteer sunflower, and it's as tall as me, and the bloom on it it's like huge, and just, just from the rain. And then oh, wow. all my my squash plants um, had like one or two like squash on them, and now there's like six flowers. Really? And it's just wow. everything's going crazy. Well, now so. they're all gonna die because they're gonna drown. Yeah, they're gonna drown now. I know. It's, it's, <laughs> that was the first day they were like woohoo. Now they're like, stop. Yeah. And so it's been, it's definitely, and it's cold. It's cold. Yeah. It was. It's June and it's like 60 degrees. Yeah. I, I went, I teetered yesterday afternoon with turning on the heat for a minute. And I was like, no, you're just going to put on a sweatshirt, girl. You are not turning on the heat (laughs) because it's chilly because it's rainy and cold. And I have my, of course I have my windows cracked, which isn't good, but, but I love hearing the rain. I know. Yeah. So it is nice. I mean, this, this will prevent. Forest fires. Hopefully, they're getting this up in Canada. I don't know. I know that like there's other parts of the country that are just getting pounded I by rain too. I only look at Virginia. Yeah, that's me all too. I care about. So we didn't name the cocktail, but I did post it. If you want to see the recipe, we should name it Orange Crush. Oh, oh that's already a drink, huh? Stupid. You're stupid. You're stupid. We could call it a citrus squeeze. Oh, that's good. You like that? Write that down because we'll forget by the I already, end of it. I know, but I already oh, posted, you already posted it. it. Yeah. It's called a citrus squeeze because it's got lemon, tangerine, orange, and lime. Yeah, it's pretty good. Squeeze this, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to run out of names eventually. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so I want to make a big, big, big shout out to my daughter who doesn't listen, um, Casey. <laughs> Both she, of them. <laughs> yeah, no, Caitlin does. No, does she? Yeah. Um, well, she says she does. Um Casey doesn't lie. We do have listeners in Alaska, so. Oh, we, might be. one of her more girlfriends than one. definitely listens. I know that. 
Um, we have a few in Alaska. So, so she does listen. She does listen. Casey's like, yeah, I haven't listened, Mom. I'm like, okay. Uh, she has listened to one or two it's of okay. them. She we'll listened forget. to the Georgie White one and loved it. Did she? But then yeah. she was like, I'm not listening to any of those. She was like, I can't still listen to my mom's voice. <laughs> I can understand. Uh, yeah, like, I get it. But she's um, she topped us off on the donations and got us to um, our goal, which was $100, which is a pretty shitty goal, you guys. I mean, I felt like our goal should be in like $5,000, but nobody's banging down our door to donate money. So <laughs> the we donated um, twice, <laughs> and then my mom donated. So we actually got over our goal because it would have been 150, right? Because you donated before. Oh, that's right. You're you right because I donated 50, and, and then you donated show. 50 on the thing. Yeah, that's right. So we did get over our goal. And Lynn's, so we got Lynn's uh, donation didn't show up because she did it after she donated. Yeah, I set up She's the fundraiser smart. after I did it. I know, you guys. It's hard being beautiful and smart all the time. <laughs> You're feeling beautiful that day, not smart. I was feeling beautiful that day. <laughs> I'm, I'm not very, very seldom do I feel smart. <laughs> but yeah, so my family is rocking it. Good job. My family rocked it. My None mom. Of my family donated. Thanks, Bink. That's yeah. my mom's nickname. Did you Thanks, know that? Thanks, Casey and Binky. Binky. That was my mom's nickname. My grandfather. That's gave what her I used that to name. call my friend Becky. Binky. Aww. My my mom got that name because she liked like the Binky pacifier or something when she was little. Mm. My grandfather named her that. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, she's the cutest. So, um, who are you talking about today, Rose? No, I'm not going to tell you to yet. About? Yeah, we have what? to discuss what? our break and season two. We're taking a break. All right. <laughs> See you guys later. <laughs> um, oh. we are going on break. We'll have a regular episode next week. So if you cheat on me, we're on a break, technically. You guys heard it here. We're on a break. Go yeah, ahead. I am going to cheat on you, actually. That's good. Doing a podcast with someone else over the break. <laughs> um, They're not going to give it to you like I do. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to have a break, and then we're going to come out with season two. Yes. We don't know what that means. <laughs> We don't know what that means. We're like going to have a big party. We're going to have like a, we're going to do a live recording from a local brewery. And then we're just going to show her boobs. I'm going to show my boob. Just one boob. Just one boob. Just one boob. Season three, both boobs. Season three, both boobs. No, I show one boob for season two, the second boob for season three, and then both for season four. Oh, for season four. Okay. So it'll be a couple of years before you get to see (laughs) both boobs at the same time. (laughs) Stick around. This is a long game. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, no, I'm kidding. We, I mean, we could do it live from someplace, but I think that would be a That's recording nightmare. Happening. I think that would be a recording nightmare. Rose would be editing that and cursing the whole time. Um, so we'll see. Maybe we'll do something. We'll think of something fun. I forgot to ask Andrew. I need it. They, their house has been a little stressful. My son has COVID, and my son is very health conscious and very, like, has a lot of anxiety when he gets sick and COVID gave him like massive anxiety. And so he just went back to the gym. He still wears a mask when he goes out like into crowded places and stuff. Um, And he just got COVID for the first time. Um, And so their house has been a little stressful. This is the first time ever? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was insanely cautious. You know that. Yeah. But, you know, which is a good thing. But I told him, I said, you know, you're, he takes such good care of himself. I said, that's, this is why you take good care of yourself. Yeah. So when so, you get sick, it's not yeah. too bad. So it's, and he's, he's on fine, right? He's on day 10 and he's still testing positive. He's quite annoyed because yeah. they're still, he's been sleeping in the guest room. 
Oh. And they're both so lonely <laughs> living in this big ass house in separate ends. Oh, that ends. sounds like a dream. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I told him, I said, you know what you need to do? You need to call Andrew or send him a text with a formal invite to meet you on the back deck because they have this beautiful screen in porch. Yeah. And I said, and tell him to meet you in his finest PJs because it was like early Sunday morning. And you guys sit out there and have coffee or tea yeah. together. He was probably like, I'm not getting that close to him. No, but they're, they're, they're on the back deck and they could like, one yeah. of them can sit on the couch and the other one can like move okay. the chair to the other side. And it's like, it was nice out. Yeah. So they could totally do that. And it's breezy. I said, turn on the fan so the air is moving constantly. So they did that. He called me. He's like, we're out on the back deck having a date. Or he said, we're out on the back deck. He didn't say having a date. That's cute. Yeah, they've both been having a hard time with If he was a father, I'd be like, you're not really testing positive. I'd be like, you better show me that shit. (laughs) Well, today he showed me the thing. He's like, God, mom, 10 days. But it's the line is getting fainter. Yeah, yeah. If that was Chris, I'd be like, you're coming out. I don't fucking care. (laughs) (laughs) We actually don't even, when we've had COVID, we don't even isolate at all. Well, you did the first time, didn't well, you? Well, no. So Chris had it. I mean, Lily got it first. Right. And we could obviously can't isolate. Oh, that's she true. Was, yeah. That was when we were supposed to go to Disney. She got it the day before. Yeah. And, of course. <laughs> and we didn't isolate her at all because she was one and a half. How do you isolate yeah. a one-year-old? She sneezed directly into Charlotte's face and fed me a booger. And oh. neither of us got it. She Why put you... a booger in my She was going through a stage where she would dig her nose and stick it in your mouth and I wasn't paying attention and I didn't catch her and she stuck her finger in my mouth and I was like oh my god <laughs> oh my god Rose but I didn't get COVID <laughs> just a booger in my mouth I think I'd rather have COVID <laughs> <laughs> yeah have kids <laughs> my kids never did that thank you my children thank you she went my... through a stage when she was like one and a half where she just did she oh, did that for some reason. My God, no, my kids never did that. Thank and God. And she sneezed in Charlotte's face, and none of us got COVID. And then Chris and I had it, and none of the kids got it. Like separately, we had it like this year, I think. That's we so had it, yeah, Charlotte, the beginning of this year. Did Charlotte year. ever get it? Charlotte has not had it. That's so weird. Just, well, Joseph didn't have any. Oh no, he tested positive that one time, but it, didn't he? he did. Don't you remember he tested positive somewhere, and you were freaking out, and then. I think he did have it because I think he told me the other night he did have it once. He tested positive, but he was never sick. He never had any symptoms. That's right. You're yeah. right. He did. It was something yeah. weird. Like he tested positive. He got tested somewhere. It wasn't like, wasn't it for a school thing or something? Yeah. It was something weird. And yeah. And he tested but yeah, positive. Yeah. He never had symptoms. Like, That's why yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. And, and Chris and I were like mildly sick, but the kids yeah. were still, we just went on as normal. And I mean, it's so hard. When the kids are that little, yeah, how I mean, do you, you, how do, you do it? I mean, before the vaccine, you know, I mean, my God, could you imagine if your one-year-old had it before the vaccine and you had to, like, dress in, like, medical garb and Oh, my stuff? God. I would, Yeah, I would have been freaking out. By the time we had it, we all had it, it was kind of like... Everybody had vaccines, and so it wasn't going to be as... I don't know. Lily wasn't vaccinated. Lily, Lily wasn't vaccinated when she got it. three, right? Or two? I don't know, but when she had it, she wasn't, she wasn't vaccinated, vaccinated. You were yeah. worried about her. Because we were going to Disney, and she wasn't vaccinated yet, and I was really worried about that because she couldn't wear a mask on the plane. Right. So to stop that from happening, she went ahead and got COVID. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> just ruined just the whole trip. <laughs> you, you think you're going to go without me, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, it's not like I could ask somebody to, like, watch her. Like, can yeah. you watch her while we go on a I trip? Said, I said, well, why don't you let somebody watch her? And you're like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I was like, Christina can do it. She owes you, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, so, yeah. 
So anyway, yeah, so we are getting ready to start season two. So we're going to record this week. We're going to record next week. Next week, we're, we're going to record a regular episode. So next week, so I wanted to tell you, so this is our 39th episode, and next week will be our 40th episode, and wow. maybe we should stop on our 40th episode. But then the Q&A would be the first episode of the second season. If we, we did that. We could do we that. Could, well, we could do something like a Q&A or some kind of little... To, like, celebrate to, our second season? A Q&A about, like, maybe we can... Do a touch on, you know, um, some of the maybe look at follow ups on the stories we've done. Is there any follow ups, anything like that? I don't think there is, though. I don't think so. Um, we could do something. I don't know. We'll talk. We'll about do it. something for the for the first episode of season two. two. I almost said 40. Season, four. season 40. 40. Yeah. <laughs> Feels like season 40. Yeah, it does. It does. We'll do something fun for season two. And then we'll take. We're taking a week in between the two seasons. Yeah. Off, because we're both going to be on vacation. Vacation. But we're going to ask you once again, please share and like. And anybody that you know, take their phone, go to their podcast app and like and review, rate, like, like, follow, review, rate, all that fun stuff, our podcast, so we can get up to 150. One million. Um, one million followers. 150 reviews, so Rose will take Lynn to the beach. Not reviews, land followers. You keep saying that. We have 30 reviews. Do you want to get up to 150? <laughs> oh, we, we, want, we want 150 followers. We want, we want 50 followers. reviews and 150 right. followers on Apple. On Apple. We're, right now we're at 139. 130. Come on, you guys. Come on. So close. I'm going to send a message out to some of my, my food blogger friends yeah. and say, I've been supporting you. Post this shit out. You know, there's one food blogger that we really like that we always... I'm not going to say her name because I don't want to call her out. But I always, like, on her stories and stuff, I'll, like, send a message, like, a nice message to her. And she never responds, never likes it or anything. Really drives me crazy. I ne- I always get a response really? from all my food bloggers. Is it one that we both follow? The one we make her food all the time. I... She always responds really? to my comments. She never responds to me and never, like, likes my comments or anything. Are you, is your account private? Yeah. That might be why. Why? I wonder if she can't see them or you can't see them because she's, did you look in your like hidden ones? But or? I'm like commenting on her story and other people will comment back. I don't know. I, she always responds to my comments unless I say something shitty. I, I mean, I'm I've never kidding. said something. I don't something, say anything oh, shitty. Say, like, I've never said something shitty. Like no, the other she, day I told her like all the food that I, cause I made like five of her recipes this week. And I was like, oh, I made blah, 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 blah. Like, it's so good. Thank you so much. And she, nothing. She didn't, That's really weird. I know. I'm like, that's pretty shitty. If I get famous, I'm liking everyone's. Well, comments. you just hire somebody to do it for you. That's true. Lynn. But no, it's I, um, <laughs> I do, she definitely responds. She's responded to me a few times. Do you follow Crowman Kitchen? Yeah. The, the vegan guy. Did you see that he has a girlfriend? I did see that. You know, I was wondering if he was married. Uh, well, he was married. He was. And I was a little confused because I was like, they moved. And I was like, I feel like they just moved. But was that D. Ward moved? Ward or whatever moved. But I'm like, didn't he? Maybe he didn't just move. So I was like really confused. And then, but I swear he was married. And then he was talking about moving. And then I just feel like he wasn't talking about his wife anymore yeah. or his significant other. I don't know if they were, I, I assume they were married. I shouldn't assume. But I was like. And then he was, like, posting a picture of that girl. And he gets together with other bloggers all the time, so I didn't think anything of it. But then he was, like, 
she's so pretty. And I was like, mm. <laughs> and then he said, you're going to be seeing a lot more of her lately. And a uh, lot really more pretty. of her. She is very pretty. Yeah. And I was like, with him, the way he starts, like, he showed, what he was showing yeah. his, oh, my God, I was coveting on that. I'm like, your poor cousin. Why are you doing that to her? Because he was like, my cousin doesn't like when I show my oh, chest. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. yeah. I know. And he always has it open. Yeah. He's. Which I understand because he lost a ton of weight. Yeah. And he looks, you know. He looks amazing. Yeah. He looks really good. So, shit, I would be showing myself off, too. Yeah. So. I, good luck to him, though, because, you know, if he was unhappy he and he's happy now, that's all that matters yep. in life. That's the only thing that matters. So. That's right. But anyway. Does he like your comments? Oh, yeah. He always responds back. I've never I've never messaged him. I get like we get like I, I like we do sarcastic banter back and forth. Oh, really? Not like tons, but like yeah. he'll respond and then I'll respond. And I'll be like, OK, dude enough of that or something like your poor cousin bless her heart happened to look at your bare chest that's disgusting for her or something like i say Does you know we like joking yeah like we, okay. we're bantering back and forth like i, I okay. don't know if i said that's disgusting but like he was saying my this my cousin doesn't like when i unzip my yeah. my hoodie and he goes so this is for you and he tags her in and he has it unzipped and yeah, he goes and then that. unzipped a little bit more he did that one <laughs> and i was like oh my god your poor cousin you're so wrong <laughs> that's so funny yeah because i wouldn't love that if my cousin did that either i'd be like ew but, sure. So. Lynn loves her cousins. But anyway. All right. Okay. That's enough of that. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs> Story's <laughs> over. This is a story about us talking. All right. So anyway, let me go ahead and start mine. Okay. So first I want to give a shout out to <laughs> our friend Yana. Yana! Yana! The dolly Yana who helped me with the poop this week. <laughs> You're going to have to explain that. <laughs> I was dog sitting and Oh, it was when you were dog sitting. I was dog I sitting for that. Harvey. That's what Mary and I were talking about yeah. today. I was dog sitting for Harvey. And who's Harvey. And he was Harvey is my my nephew, my fur nephew, and he is a schnauzer and he is the a mini schnauzer and he's the cutest He's damn only dog. like 5 months old, she 6 said? months old, something like that. And he's super cute and he's very he's sweet, cute. but he's puppy spastic. And they went out of town, and I babysat him, or puppy sat him, and um, Penelope does not like him at all because <laughs> he wants to play. Well, we went for a walk, and he was trying to poop, and he was like, couldn't poop. And that happens to Penelope once in a while, but she ends up working it out. And so we walked, and he would try to poop, and try to poop. He kept stopping and stopping, and like four houses later, he still hasn't pooped, and like or he has pooped a little bit here yeah. and there. And then I noticed like something kind of sticking out, and I was like, oh fuck he ate something because he's a puppy oh. and then i'm like oh my god that's so dangerous and you're not supposed to pull on it ever oh really because you, if it's something that's caught in their intestine like yeah in the, you don't want to like rip it yeah and so i was like okay so i was letting work on out so we went for a walk and finally and it's still like kind of sticking out through the whole walk so we get home and i'm like shit so i go and i grab a poop bag and i try and pull on it not hard yeah, just, just like a like... little teeny bit to see if i can loosen it and it's like hard <laughs> it's like not moving <laughs> right and i'm like this is why why <laughs> as yeah. my niece my niece goes why does why do things like this this happen to nice people <laughs> and i love animals so i'm not going to just let him suffer yeah so we get home i rinse his butt off with the hose and i put him in his crate and because i can't move it it's like hard and i was like fuck so i get in and i put him in the crate until his butt dries and then i let him out and i call i call yana while he's in the crate because yana is a dog walker she's the dolly yana she knows everything so i call her and i'm like oh my god i this 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 and this now what and she was like 
all right, I'm at Lily's. I'll come right over. Because Lily, her daughter, lives like two blocks oh, from yeah. me. Oh, yeah. So thank God she was at Lily's. So she comes over. She comes walking in with gloves in her hand. <laughs> rubber gloves. Like, and she's like, all right, you hold him. So I held him like with his butt out, like in his head behind me. And I was holding him. And she was like looking around his butt. Oh, and she goes, all I God. see is little dingleberries. <laughs> Like little pieces of poop caught yeah. in his hair. And I was like, no, there was definitely something sticking out. Like, definitely something. And she's like, it's gone now. Like, it went back in. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. So she feels all around it. Cause she, so just just an FYI, Yana's a nurse. So this kind of stuff is no big deal yeah. to her. And she is, she walks dogs at the SPCA. She's like, helps train them. So she's just, yeah, this kind of stuff doesn't dogs. bother her. So she feels all around. She goes, there's nothing hard around there. It's not like there's like something like right sticking, below it. Yeah. Like, like, you know, like impacted or anything. And I'm like, I don't know. But the last time he pooped on the walk, like poop came out all around whatever this was. It was okay, like, yeah. oh, my God, it was so disgusting. And I was like, OK. So she was like, just keep an eye on him. I gave him some olive oil in his food and or in his bowl. And he lapped that up. It was like a teaspoon to help his soften yeah, up his right. poop in case there is something in there to maybe like work it out. And it never showed again. And so Yana and I, she, she thinks he had like a prolapse, which is like where like the intestine yeah. like from pushing so hard came out. But then it went back in. And I was like, why the fuck does this shit happen on my watch? That sounds awful. So, yeah, I told Mary, I was like, yeah, he still has some poop around his butt, but I wasn't cleaning it because it's not my dog. <laughs> and I used to always be the person like, I took care of it. I yeah, cooked right. it. I did all. No, yeah. no, I'm not doing that shit. No. I was like, you need to take him to the groomers and have his butt clean, trimmed up. So when he poops, it doesn't get his hair. Oh, my God. This is so disgusting. That's why I don't have a dog. So anyway. So that was that was the poop story That's for Yana. Disgusting. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hope you're not eating lunch. <laughs> so my shout out to Yana is because when we were on our girls weekend, like in February... God, that seems like forever Yana said... So, yeah, really it was does. the weekend before Valentine's because Yana's that's when I got dumped. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> Yana suggested this person um, to both of us, but you probably weren't listening because you never do. I just, there might have been a squirrel that came I by. Know, there probably was. Probably. Um, and this is like a really old story, so getting information was difficult. So I kind of had to piece together. Oh, so you made shit up? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying okay. that some things work seem kind of made up. So I had to kind of like, okay, there's this information. Let me go look and see. Like, is it consistent across the board? Okay. Or are most people saying that? Okay, bitch. Most people or most articles and stories? Because well, who do you think writes articles any, and stories? I don't think you talk to any people. Well, who do you think writes them? People. May I? No. Not back then. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? Yeah, I was born ready. I'm going to be done. I'm going to need a drink soon. You still have... No, I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. Is that like your fourth one? It's my third. I'm not making them strong, Rose. I know. They're not really... We still have a... enough for two more drinks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In the year 1801... In the year 1801, a prominent pirate lord named Zheng Yi visited a brothel in Guangzhou, in Guangzhou, China. But Zheng Li... Guangzhou? How do you say it? How do you spell it? Guangzhou. G-U-A-N... Come on, keep going. G-U-A-N-G-O-U? No. G-U-A-N-G-Z-H-O-U. 
Guanzhou. Guangzhou. No, it's Guanzhou. Guanzhou. I've listened to lots of pronunciation for this, okay? Guanzhou. Guangzhou. Okay. You don't you don't pronounce the the G. That's the second G. Okay. That is what Google told me. I listened to multiple pronunciations, okay? okay. okay. But Zheng Yi was looking for more than just sex that night. When he got to the brothel, he found his favorite sex worker, Shi Yong, and proposed marriage to the 26-year-old. What? Yeah. He offered to help her escape her life of servitude for the opportunity to live a thrilling life by his side. Most girls in her position would have eagerly accepted such an offer, but this young woman was different. She recognized the opportunity that lay before her, and she agreed to marry Zhang Yi under one condition. That lay before her? No pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) She demanded an equal share of his loot and the authority to run the red flag fleet alongside him. Nice. Little did Zhang Zhang Yi know his decision to accept her terms would be the turning point in, in his pirate career. It says, I, I wrote pirate, piratical career. But piratical. Piratical. <laughs> it's the pirate. Chinese pronunciation of pirate. Piratical. Piratical? Hmm. I don't know. His pirate career. Hurry up. I'm going to finish my drink. Err, <laughs> <laughs> matey. Err, matey. Get me some rum. <laughs> And the common sex worker took her first steps towards becoming the legendary Zheng Yi Sao. Oh, like pretty women. Pretty woman. Go ahead. Like pretty woman. Julia Roberts. Did she become a legendary pirate? No, but she became a legendary rich woman. (laughs) (laughs) Before Zheng Yi Sao's name could strike fear into the hearts of nations, she had to confront challenges closer to home. A year after their marriage in February of 1802, Zheng Yi's cousin, Zheng Qi, was captured and executed by Nguyen forces in the town of Jianping on the border of Vietnam and China. It's a good thing you're not married to a man that's of Asian descent. You'd be in a lot of trouble. You'd be like, bitch, you just need to shut up. (laughs) Zheng Yi took over... Zheng Qi's fleet after his death and sailed back to the Chinese coast. A period of infighting among the pirates near the Guangdong coast followed, but with the help of Zheng Yi Sao, who was capable, who was a capable consolidator and organizer, Zheng Yi was able to unite the pirates into a confederation through the signing of an agreement in July of 1805, in which each pirate leader agreed to sacrifice some of his autonomy. For the greater good. So all these pirates got together and like... Formed a union. Yeah, basically. Yeah. At the time, China's pirates were fragmented, lacking in a unifying leader, and after the fall of the Taesan Rebellion, they were... What's that, Rose? Well, that was when... (laughs) It was the Louisiana Purchase. I actually read about it, but I don't remember. Right about the time of the Louisiana Purchase. And... (laughs) I'm surprised Lynn wasn't like, I actually know a lot about that. <laughs> so one thing I listened to in school. <laughs> Wait a minute, I learned about that. It's when the, uh, yeah. They were in, oh, um, they were in desperate need of a figurehead to guide them. 
Zhang Yixiao stepped into this void alongside her husband, effectively becoming the force behind the Red Flag Fleet. Behind them... Um, behind, <laughs> didn't even say behind. Back then... Pirates. Behind them. Back then. Behind them. <laughs> Same thing. Back then, behind them. I think I've had too much to drink. Have you? I'm feeling very hot. I've had nearly <laughs> enough. <laughs> I feel very hot. Do I look red? You want me to open the door? Oh. Am I looking red? Uh, does that feel better? Yeah, it does. Thank okay. you. I that just banged the door. Better. We need to put a vent in here. <laughs> I know. I feel like we're going to suffocate to death one day. It's like we're in a, it's like we're in a small a capsule under the sea. <laughs> Back then, this is pretty interesting. So back then, pirates used flags to show what badasses they were, such as a black flag to show that they were criminals of the high sea, Mm -hmm. a red flag to indicate no quarter would be given, which is no pity or mercy. Oh. Well, does a black flag give pity or mercy mercy either? Probably not. Well, probably not, but not as much as a red flag. Okay. Like a red flag is like, we're going to fucking skin you. Yeah. Or the Jolly Roger, which was the, the skull and crossbones, uh-huh. um, which is used to strike fear into the hearts of their victims. What about the rainbow flag? That was for the mahoos. That was for the sexy pirates. <laughs> <laughs> they would break into broad, broad, Broadway songs on the <laughs> yeah, they'd be dancing on, <laughs> on the deck. The deck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were a lot of fun. They were the most fun pirates of all. <laughs> Those are the ones you wanted to get kidnapped mm-hmm. by. Absolutely. If I had to get caught by a gay pirate, how much fun would that, that be? Would be fun. That get, would be get fun. Get on the gay ship. They'd be like, walk the plank. Stop. <laughs> Turn. Walk again. Stop. Work it, girl. <laughs> oh, that would be fun. On the catwalk. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so flags were used. Um, oh, my God. I'm not. Flags were also very useful for other kinds of communication. Um, Zhang Yi used colored flags to coordinate the activities of his alliance of six pirate fleets. Under their leadership, the fractured gangs of pirates transformed into a mighty confederation comprising six fearsome squadrons. Black, white, green, blue, yellow, and the supreme red flags. I'm like, the white flags? That's kind of like... What are they, like the nice guys? This white is surrender. When you wave a white flag, it's surrender. Why were they white? Why would you pick white? Wouldn't you pick like... But white must be like... Maybe back then it wasn't. Maybe you like you fly a white flag because you're going through and you just don't like, you're just like, look, we're just, we're tired, we're hungry. We just want to get to our location. We don't want to fight anybody. Yeah. Yeah. But that was their, like each fleet had their own color. And so by... The poor white guys. The poor white guys are like, everyone's like... Oh, like no, laughing at them. Sorry. Yeah. We're sorry. <laughs> Can we just pass by? Yeah. We're too tired to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> so by 1804, this combined fleet boasted 400 ju- junks and 70,000 men. Junks? Junks were a, th- a certain type of ship. Oh. 70,000 men. I thought you meant junks, like penises. Well, there were 70,000 penises also. Okay. And within a year, well, assuming none had been cut off, I don't know. Or maybe some were women. That's true, because yeah. we know that women pirates would pretend to be men. Yes, we definitely did that. And within a year, they had seized control of the entire Guangdong province. Wow. The commanders operated in previously agreed lanes so as not to get in each other's way, and the colored flags were particularly 
useful when sailing at the edges of these zones or when target vessels were being pursued through two or more zones. Hmm. So when a pirate ship came across another ship flag flying the agreed color flag for that area, like they all had their areas, the captain knew that it was a fellow member of the Confederation, and so they wouldn't attack it. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So Zheng Yi's personal fleet was massive, and the majority of his 200-plus ships were junks, the the red flag fleet. Okay. Um, these were large vessels. Now I'm explaining junks. Oh, my God, my fingernail. Oh, my God, I thought that was your phone ringing. No, my fingernail hit my glass. I'm like, I couldn't have done that if I tried. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't even have fingernails. <laughs> All right, so this explains what junks are. They were large vessels that could carry up to 800 tons of cargo wow. and as many as 40 cannons. Junks. So, that, so that's like a that's like the 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 big ships you see like when you go down to Norfolk and you see the big the yeah. big um, well even in like old paintings called? and stuff you could see like the huge ships with the the one like um oh my god what are they called sail sail <laughs> like uh, the one big sail and it has like the skull and crossbones like yeah. in the old pictures. Yeah, but I, I mean, you're thinking jumps. about the amount of stuff they carried on them. Like, I, f- I feel like ships weren't that big back then, but maybe they were. But I mean, you 800 think, tons of cargo, that's a that's lot. That's a lot. Yeah. I, no, but I think about when, you know, you go down to like Newport News, you're like going over the bridge tunnel and you see the cargo ships yeah. going through. And they have like, it's like a flat boat with all those like. Isn't that a. Containers on it. No, that's a. Isn't that a. Um, oh, my God. I can't remember Cargo ship. Yeah. So they, it's like a flat. It's like a. You're thinking of a tugboat? No, I'm thinking of the. What is a flat boat? Oh, my God. I have to Google. Hold on. A flat boat. It's a tug. It's a, it's a it's a cargo ship. And they have all those like containers like people make houses out of on it with all the stuff. They're piled up like three or four high. And isn't it called a. Um, what are those big boats where like planes can land on them? Oh, an aircraft carrier? No. That is an aircraft carrier. That is an aircraft carrier. Yeah. Right. It was in Friends. Phoebe said she used to live on one. A yacht? <laughs> no. Phoebe was poor. A um, live on a And she's ferry? like, you never run on a... She said something, you never run on a... The deck? No, it was a type of boat. You never run on a... Sailboat? Rowboat? <laughs> John boat? No. Um, I can't remember what it is. Oh my god, it's driving me crazy. A um what's what's it called? A, um the one with the two catamaran? No. Um you catamaran. never run don't run on a Rose, I've named all the boats there are. Barge. A barge, yeah. It's a barge. What's a barge? A what Yeah, I, that's what it what it barge. is. A barge. A barge is the same thing as a what did I call it? A But that's what you're picturing, but it's not a barge. Is that what you said? Yeah, a barge um is the same thing as like a a cargo. Yeah. A cargo ship. Right, yeah. yeah, a barge. But it's same not thing. a barge. It's like a like a um like a old sailing ship. But a barge actually a barge is different because a barge gets I think a barge always is pushed by a tugboat. Oh, okay. But this wasn't like a flat boat. This was right. like no, a, it's an like, actual, a, like a like a sailboat. Boat. Yeah, yeah, like a yeah. Boat. yeah. Okay. I'm glad we got that figured out. A barge is anyway. I forgot what like we were talking about. Like a cargo ship, but it gets. T- <laughs> I think a barge gets pushed by a tugboat. Yeah, which is so weird to me. Always been weird. A tugboat should Pushes pull. Tug, Why doesn't it pull it? 
but a tugboat pushes a boat. A oh, barge. really? Yeah. Oh, shit. We learned a lot about boats. Yeah. So junks were excellent ocean-going sailing ships with a flat bottom and a very high stern. Oh, you were right. Flat bottom. <laughs> Just like me. <laughs> Their rudder could Flat be... bottom <laughs> girls, you make the wrecking world go round. <laughs> Their rudder could be raised, which allowed them to enter shallow waters other large ships could not. Oh, that's kind of like anal. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you raise to let... Your tail feathers. <laughs> Oh, my God. We've gotten totally off the rails here, Lynn. <laughs> We're going to be here till like, 9 o'clock tonight. Yeah. No, I have to meet somebody at 7 because I sold something. Well, you better you, shut the fuck up. You better get moving. <laughs> Junks typically had two or three masts carrying distinctive bamboo or rattan sails with four unequal sides. A large junk was about 80 feet with a beam of 18 feet. The bigger junks could also carry longboats to transport up to 20 men for stealth attacks. Zheng Yi's ships were crewed by at least 20,000 mariners. Oh, my God. And the total men under Zheng Li's... Zheng, I keep wanting to say Zheng Li. It's Zheng Yi. Zheng Yi. Zheng Yi's command has, may have been as high as 40,000. Oh, my God. He's in God, charge of 40,000 people. That's crazy. So I don't want to hear Chris complaining about the 20 people he's in charge of anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Give us a break, Chris. Yeah. Zheng Yi was in charge of 40,000 pirates. You can, yeah. You know they were fucking... Yeah, and you know they were all drunk all the time. Yeah, insane. As they should be. The pirates were crazy. One European mariner, John Turner, was captured by Zheng Yi's pirates in 1806, and he was held captive in terrible conditions for five months until a ransom was paid. He actually wrote a book about it titled Suffering... <laughs> this is so like an old school book. <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> you better stop it right now, young lady. <laughs> I just got conged. <laughs> you just got what? Nothing. You just got conged? Conged. I got conged. <laughs> Sufferings of John Turner, chief mate of the country ship Tay, bound for China and captivity among the la- ladrones. That was the name of his book. That was a tough sentence, Rose. I, I give you an A plus for that sentence. Because I would have been like, I can't read that. The title of his book. Oh. And in it, he descri- one of one passage describes how he captured an officer of how they captured an officer of the Chinese Imperial Navy, had his feet nailed to the deck before he was beaten with a rattan cane, taken ashore and dismembered. Oh Jesus! In another passage, Turner describes another brutal killing. And this is a direct quote from his book. A man was here put to death with circumstances of peculiar horror, being fixed upright. Would you call me? (laughs) Being fixed upright, his bowels were cut open and his heart was cut out until they afterwards soaked in spirits and ate. Which they afterwards soaked in spirits and ate. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No. No. I like the liquor just like we're drinking it right now. Oh, that's disgusting. No. But they just like he was alive and they just cut open his. No, no, ma'am. Yeah. So unfortunately, on on November 16th, 1807, their success was abruptly halted by a devastating typhoon. Which Zheng Yi 
which caused Zhang Yi to fall overboard in a gale and die at the age of 42. Oh, my goodness. During their marriage, Zhang Yi Sao had two sons with Zhang Yi, who they named Zhang Yingxi, who was born in 1803, and Zhang Shangxi, who was born in 1807. I'm pretty much speaking Chinese over here. <laughs> you are. You know, I really would love to understand and uh, the the... How that works? Like they, they, they the all name, sound alike. Yeah. Like, what what is the reasoning for how they pick their names? Because, like, for example, like Jewish people, like the way that they pick their first boy's name is like has to be the same first letter of As the dad their or something like that. Grandfather, I think. Is the grandfather? Yeah. It's something like that. And so, or like the great, like Aaron was the great grand. It had to be an A. I think that was a great grandfather or something. Oh, I just figured it was for Andy A. No, it was, um, wasn't Andy. But it, that's that's what I mean. Like, is what is the yeah, I don't know. So I I do know I'm pretty sure that the first like the first name is actually the last name in Chinese. So when So they're all Zheng, you know, Ying Shi or Zheng Yi or whatever. So the Zheng is actually their last name. And then the right, the right. Ying Shi is actually the first name. When they write it, yeah, their last name is written first. Yeah. Their first name's written last. And and I also heard one time that if if it's a two syllable uh-huh. first name, then it's usually a female. I don't know okay. how true that is. I heard that once, but anyway, go ahead. You might be you might be backwards on that because all the two syllables in this are men, and the so one maybe syllable that wasn't true. like she was okay. she. Her name was S H I H, which is she. When she before she was. Yeah, Zheng maybe it wasn't Yi true Sao. then. That's what. And then Zheng. Yi Shao, Zheng Yi Shao actually means like Zheng Yi's wife. Oh. Is what I read. It, or, and then I read, also read that it was Zheng Yi's widow, so I don't know. Widow? Yeah, that Shao, I guess, would mean widow or oh. wife. I don't, you don't, I, like I said, it's a lot of different information. So most widows in her culture would have withdrawn to a life of chaste retirement. But Zheng Yi Sao was no ordinary widow. She refused to let like another no man. Women. That's right. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> she refused to let another man assume her husband's command and decided to take control of the fleet herself as its new matriarch and sovereign leader. In a world dominated by dangerous men, her path was fraught with challenges, but she was not naive. She understood that securing her position required the support of Zheng Yi's most powerful lieutenant and adopted son, Chong Pao. Chong Pao was a son of a fisherman. <laughs> Did I say that really weird? No. I didn't? Okay. <laughs> Who was captured by the pirates around 1801 when he was 15. Oh, my goodness. Zheng Yi made Chong Pao a captain of one of his red flag she- ships and the young man became both his lover and his adopted son. <laughs> I was like, oh! <laughs> the, the change in my face was like, oh! oh. I know, like, wait, what? what? That's like the, that's like the fucking, um, that's like the, what's his name? Um, the DC sniper. Same, mm-hmm. same, mm-hmm. yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, man. So homosexual relations, particularly between senior and junior pirates, were not uncommon. Oh, well. A study of Chinese trial records between 1796 and 1800 reveals 
50 known cases of same-sex relations amongst Chinese pirates. A histor- historian named D. Cordingly wrote, When pirate gangs needed new recruits, it was not unusual to take captives and force them to join the pirate community by means of sexual assaults. Oh, it no. is difficult to know what extent homosexuality was willingly practiced between the participants and to what extent it was forced on captives by pirate leaders. Oh, Isn't that good. interesting? That's crazy. Like, I mean, but you think all these men on this ship? Oh, yeah. I mean, alone it's, for it's, like yeah. months and months, probably years at a time. Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, but I mean, like, if they're being forced, that oh, yeah, that freaks well, that's me sad, out yeah. a lot. Well, they were like raping everyone, so. Yeah. Zheng Yi Sao swiftly seduced Chong Pao, winning his devotion and eventually marrying him. With So she married her stepson also. <laughs> With these st- strategic marriages, Zheng Yi Sao solidified her power and authority within the fleet. Once her dominion over the pirates was firmly established, Zheng Yi Sao knew she had to ensure that her rule would go unchallenged. To achieve this, she de- devised a concise yet brutal code of laws that instilled fear and obedience among her subordinates. These laws left no room for leniency, and any pirate found guilty of breaking them would face swift and severe consequences. Among the specific laws were disobeying an order resulted in immediate decapitation and disposal of oh, a pirate's Jesus. body at sea. Yeah. Acts such as giving commands without proper authority stealing from the fleet's treasury and plundering the villages that supplied the pirates all warranted the same punishment. Oh, God. Desert... Oh, my God, I can't say this word. Desertion? Dis... When they desert... Desertion? Oh, my God, I can't say it all of a sudden. Desertion? Desertion? Desertion. Desertion. That doesn't sound right. It's so funny that I say it. Like just so easily. Like I know. We were about this last week. Desertion. <laughs> or like un- if somebody deserts you, it's desertion. Desertion. Yeah. Okay. Or unauthorized. Yeah. When I read it earlier, I didn't have any problem with that word. Of course. Or unauthorized absence from duty led to the pirates' public humili- humiliation as they were paraded through the squadron squadrons with their ears hacked off. Oh no! Sexual oh. misconduct, the including rape without permission from a commander, was met with. Decap- oh my God. Decapitation. Consensual sex while on duty meant death for both parties. Capt- Wait, if it was consensual, it meant death? Even while, yeah, if they were on no, duty. On duty, yeah. okay, okay. Captured women considered unattractive were released unharmed, while attractive ones became spoils of war, distributed among the crews or sold as wives. Pirates who Acquired or purchased wives were required to remain faithful under penalty of decapitation and disposal at sea. Oh, my God. That's so aggressive. <laughs> so on September 5th, 1809, a significant event unfolded when Zheng Yi, Shao, Zheng Yi Sao successfully seized Antonio Homan's brig, the Portuguese governor of Timor. The Portuguese, seeking retribution, plotted their revenge in early November Zheng Yisao and her fleet sought refuge at Chang Bay, situated north of Lantau Island, for much-needed repairs. However, on November 4th, the Portuguese dispatched three ships and a brig to confront Zheng Yisao at Lantau, 
Realizing the imminent danger, she urgently summoned the Red Flag Fleet, led by Chang Pao, to come to her aid. On the following day, Chang Pao arrived at Tang Chang Bay only to discover that the Portuguese forces had vanished. Recognizing the opportunity to restore their own ships, Chang Pao's fleet anchored, intending to undertake essential repairs and maintenance. So they did that on purpose so that they would anchor and they could attack them. I don't know how a fleet of ships disappears, though. Well, you know, there's that thing. It's called the black hole in the Bahamas. <laughs> it's not called the black hole. Isn't it called the triangle? No, it's called the Bermuda, Bermuda Triangle. Bermuda triangle. Yeah. Sorry. To their surprise, on the 8th of November, six Portuguese vessels blockaded Zhang Yixiao and Chang Pao within Tangchang Bay. The situation grew increasingly dire as the provincial fleet joined forces with the Portuguese, bolstering the blockade for a, with a formidable fleet of 93 ships. Wow. The pirates violently... 93. That's, that's huge. Uh, it's an army. Like, and these are ginormous ships. Yeah, like, and ginormous. it's like, wait, yeah, that's crazy. 93. Like, it's not like they could get on their cell phone and be like, hey, meet us here at this time. Like, how do they, it takes yeah, a lot like, of what organization. Are they like, one, like, it would take like four weeks. Like, go get the other ships. Oh my God. I like, can't how even imagine how you would organize that. Yeah, that I don't know though. either. The pirates attempted numerous counterattacks to break free from the blockade, but unfavorable winds thwarted. <laughs> I'm going to start laughing at you now. (laughs) (laughs) Unfavorable winds thwarted their efforts. However, on the 23rd, luck seemed to favor the pirates as they managed to seize one ship from the fleet, tragically claiming the lives of 74 men aboard. Wow. The ongoing clash between the pirates and the Portuguese fleet soon reached a stalemate. Growing frustrated with the lack of progress, the fleet commander made a daring move. He transformed 43 of his ships into fire ships, include, intending to unleash them upon the pirates. On the 28th, those fiery vessels were set adrift toward the pirates in Tangchung Bay. So he so set he, his boats on fire? 48 of his boats. He just set them on fire to, or 43, sorry, to try to, like, I guess you just set them on fire and ship them off toward the other ships and hope they, like, catch them on fire. Because what are you going to do? They're all wood. They're How all made of wood. Them? Right. Oh, my God. You just get a long stick and you just push it away. <laughs> really long one. <laughs> so. Um, they set me on fire. Remember that from, uh, that was from uh, um, Cheaper by the Dozen. Mm-hmm. Austin, Ashton Kutcher. No. When he, Rose. Cheaper by the dozen. Ashton Kutcher was in that. Yes. How old was he? He was the the boyfriend of the oldest daughter. Oh, I think I do. Remember and the, that. they remember they were like they put they soaked his underwear in like meat, and then like the dog kept trying to eat his <laughs> junk. I don't remember. That. And he was like, "They set me on fire." <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch that with Charlotte. I love that. I could watch it a million times. I love really? that movie. It's one. Of, it's such a good movie. I love Bonnie Hunt. I think she's a great actress. And Steve Martin's. Yeah, Steve Martin's pretty funny. So the pirates were quick-witted and resourceful, and they managed to divert the fire ships. Can you imagine? They used like, a big stick, and they poked it. I think they did. They said, poke. Skillfully towing them ashore, they extinguished the raging flames and repurposed the broken vessels as firewood. <laughs> nice. They said, we, we're going to have a little bonfire Thanks. here, That's aren't we? a lot. We needed some firewood. 
In an unexpected twist, the wind abruptly changed course, causing oh, two no. of the fire ships to be blown back towards the fleet, oh, inadvertently no. igniting two Portuguese ships. Holy shit. <laughs> I guess they didn't have a big this stick. This ship is on fire. <laughs> they didn't have their big sticks out to, to keep it from That's hitting them. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Seizing the opportunity presented by the changed winds on the 29th, Cheng Pao and Zhang Yi Sao made their daring escape. Swiftly navigating through the blockade, they broke free and dis- disappeared into the vast expanse of the South China Sea. They, the fleet suffered, the Portuguese fleet suffered a considerable loss with three ships destroyed and at least 74 men perishing. In contrast, the pirates suffered few casualties, losing only 40 men and no ships. Isn't that crazy? They they were trapped, completely trapped by over 93 ships, and they still managed to escape and kill more people on of more Portuguese men than maybe they had a maybe maybe they had a better turn radius on their ships. Well, you think? um, (laughs) I was thinking about this, and I'm like, how did how did that happen? But pirates lived on their ships, so they were probably better at. Knowing how to like stop the fire ships and and turn oh, yeah. like move their boats and yeah, all that. Yeah, their experience was like yeah, innate. yeah. And the other the Portuguese were just on it. They yeah. worked on it, so they weren't on it all the time. Zheng Yi Sao's rule was merciless and brutal, but it brought immense wealth and power to the Red Flag Fleet. Through her ambitious business strategies, she expanded their influence from the fleet's foundations to connections with the emperor's own bureaucrats who found themselves on her payroll. However, the establishment of this vast empire was not an overnight achievement. Zheng Yi Sao began by meticulously managing every mission and raid, ensuring that all details passed through her ears. Nothing occurred without her approval, and she held the authority to reward and punish as she saw fit. As she should, because she is a badass bitch. And she was young. I mean, she was under 30 at this time. God, and she was like... I'm just going to rule the whole world here. That's insane. I guess, but under 30 back then was like 50 now, so. Yeah. Old. Oh, you know, 50. Super Fuck. Old. That's old. <laughs> <laughs> Zheng Yi Sao's control over her crew extended beyond the physical realm. Recognizing the devout religious nature of the South China Sea sailors, including her own pirates, she capitalized on their beliefs to manipulate them. To accomplish this, she enlisted the help of her husband, Chong Pao a well-respected leader chosen by the gods. Chong Pao constructed a magnificent magnificent temple aboard one of his largest vessels, a pagoda that stood as a symbol of divine favor and ritual center and ritual center for the fleet's leaders. Prior to each mission, they would burn incense and seek the gods' blessings. However, unknown to the crew, Chong Pao would secretly meet with priests to plan how the gods in italics, the gods. <laughs> would respond, ensuring that fortune smiled upon the fleet in their endeavors. So he was like, whatever they say, tell me, and, and we'll make sure it happens so that they think the gods are, like, on our side. Heard. This religious stability and validation of Cheng Pao's leadership instilled a soaring morale within his fleets. Zheng Yi Sao successfully manipulated her pirates by intriguingly, but intriguingly, she had her own superstitious tendencies. Captives, cl- captives claimed that she would 
sprinkle them with garlic water, <laughs> believed to offer protection against gunfire. Is it like Tinkerbell? On the pirate yeah. ship? Yeah. But garlic powder, so you stink really bad. Garlic water. I mean, garlic water, Rose. sorry. Pay attention. <laughs> Furthermore, she was said to consult a specific guardian spirit before making any major decisions, keeping statues of this spirit on each of her ships. The identity of this alleged spirit remains a mystery. <gasps> mm-hmm. Or be like the, the SVU. Boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny because everyone knows what the SVU is. Except our foreign listeners. Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe. Do you all have law and order in your Our countries? one person that listens in Mauritius, do you know what law and order is? And Slide where? into our DMs and let us know. We have somebody in Mauritius that listens Where's to Mauritius? us. Where's Mauritius? I think it's an island off of South Africa. Oh, really? You're how the one you... that told me. Oh, did I? I don't know how to look that shit up. <laughs> that was good. That's what I, that was my next question. I was like, how do you know? Because you told me. We have one listener in Mauritius. We do have people in some countries I've never heard of, which is pretty awesome. So Zhang Yi Xiao, Zhang Yi Xiao, Zhang Yi Xiao possessed. I mean, you feel like you, I feel like you should be saying this correctly at this point. Come on, Rose, get it together. <laughs> it's not like you're drinking or anything. <laughs> Possess exceptional skills as a master manipulator. However, she understood Same that, with my ex-husband. I know. With all of your ex-husbands yeah. and boyfriends, any person you've ever met. Don't share all my secrets, Rose. <laughs> However, she understood that her criminal empire needed to expand beyond the seas to truly command respect and fear within China. Realizing the economic potential, she set her sights on the salt industry in the Guangdong region. The most prosperous salt salterns were located near Tianpai located near Tianpai, and by gaining control over them, Zheng Yixiao sought to redirect the profits toward her own em- enterprises. This woman was ama- like amazingly smart. It sounds like it. With only four salt junks remaining outside of her control, she dominated the imperial salt lines and for- forced captured crews to, contain- to continue operations under her terms. In exchange for their lives and unter- uninterrupted operations, salt merchants paid substantial protection fees for safe, patche- safe passage to Guangzhou. That makes sense. In the early 19th century, Zheng Yixiao's criminal empire thrived through her strategic management and ruthless control over the seas. With her red flag fleet dominating piracy in the South China Sea, Zheng Yixiao I say it differently every time. <laughs> Zheng Yixiao devised a system of safe conduct certificates that imposed hefty protection fees on salt, salt mer- merchants, fishermen, and other merchant junks. The certificates were sold by her representatives in Macau and exchanging them for weapons and ammunition. This financial network allowed Zheng Yixiao to amass great wealth and power. The relationship between pirates and coastal communities was not entirely one-sided. They um, real, they knew that like, she was smart enough to know that they had to give in order to take, mm-hmm. in order to keep respect and whatnot. And so she brought much-needed goods and services to the, the local people. 
They brought delicacies, luxuries, and oddities from distant lands, which they sold at modest prices. Additionally, they generously compensated villagers for their services, fostering relationships and building influence among merchants, farmers, laborers, and even government officials. Hmm. The pirates also exchanged information with secret societies and bandit gangs, solidifying their influence over every aspect of Chinese coastal life. Zheng, she owned it all. She did. Zheng Yixiao's military powerless was unmatched. Her crews were trained to be fearless in battle and formidable in defense, ship by ship. Shit and shit. Ship by ship. Ship by ship. They annihilated all who, res- who resisted their reign. The Imperial Chinese Navy, realizing their own vulnerability, even resorted to sabotaging their own ships rather than confronting the, the pirates. Oh, my God. They were just like, oh, we'll just set it on fire for you. Yeah, we're just going to set it on fire. We're just going to die right here. We're going we're, we're gonna to stage our own death. We don't, we don't, want, we, we, we don't want any trouble here. <laughs> In 1809, the Chinese government was desperate for a solution, and they sought help from the Western powers. They had long despised. British, Portuguese, and Dutch war vessels joined the fight against Zheng Yi Sao's fleet. Despite the odds stacked against her, she continued to emerge victorious in every battle. Oh my God! She has three three like, Portuguese, Dutch, and Chinese. I ain't got time British for all you stupid motherfuckers. Force. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna kill you all. <laughs> it's insane. Four armies against her, and she's, like, defeating them all. She's just, like, it's like changing a dirty diaper. Yeah. She's just, like, just like, get out of my way. Yeah. I'll just do it myself. Recognizing the futility, recognizing the futility of further resistance, the Chinese government finally offered Zheng Yixiao and most of her crew amnesty. However, she had to weigh the future of her criminal empire and the lives of her thousands of subordinates, contemplating her options, Zheng Yixiao engaged in intense negotiations with the government. Despite initial stalemates, she surprised everyone by personally visiting Governor General of Guangzhou to negotiate a peace treaty. Eventually, an accord was reached. Most of her fleets disbanded, with only a small number of her crew facing punishment. Hmm. Zheng Yixiao and the rest were allowed to keep their accumulated wealth, receive legal pardons, and pursue careers as soldiers if they chose to. In a remarkable turn of events, Zheng Yixiao earned the noble title of Lady by Imperial Decree and was firmly entrenched in their aristocrats. Oh, my God. In their what? Aristocrats. Oh, my God. Aristocrats. No, aristocracy. Arist- oh, never mind. Then I don't know. What you're saying. Oh my god, I can say it. I can't look at the word. In their aristocracy, aristocracy. Oh my god, it sounds funny. I don't know what that. Anyway, that her retirement marked the end of her piracy career at the age of thirty-five. So she was a pirate for. I'd like nine to retire years. at thirty-five. Well, go be a pirate. Maybe I will, Rose. Maybe I will. Zheng Yi Sao and Chong Pao. Surrendered with 17,318 pirates, 226 ships, 1,315 canyons, and 2,798 assorted weapons. That was just the Red Fleet, I believe. Sounds like the Proud Boys. (laughs) Was awarded the rank of lieutenant. Let's hope there are not that many of them. Yeah, that's true. And was allowed to retain a private fleet of 20 to 30 ships. 
Zheng Yixiao was also given permission to officially marry Chang Tao. Oh. Zheng Yixiao gave birth to a son, Zheng Yulin, in 1813. So she has hmm. three sons. In 1822, Chang Tao died at 36 while serving as a colonel in charge of the Penghu garrison. In 1824, Zheng Yixiao returned to Guangdong and with their son. Wait, he died when? 1822. And she? She left in 1824. Oh, okay. In 1844... Zheng Yixiao died at the age of 69, having led a relatively peaceful life after the death of her second husband as a proprietor of an infamous gambling house. Sounds, it's, I've heard that, right. I read that she had a gambling house and a brothel. Well, that sounds about right. I mean, of course. As a mother and grandmother, she shared her remarkable stories, leaving a lasting legacy. When did she die? 1844. At that 69. So amazing. That's pretty old for a pirate. Yeah. I would think. Oh, absolutely. I feel like it is. In 1844? Yeah. It's old for anyone. She's pretty freaking badass. <laughs> so Yana, I don't even remember Yana saying this. Yeah, she, I remember she was talking Yana, about the, we were talking because you had done the pirate one. She said, I remember her saying something about a pirate. I'm like, oh, I already did a pirate because I did Anne mm-hmm. Bonnie. And she was like, no, this is a blah, blah, blah. And like... So she, she suggested this one, and then I went home and started researching it and wrote, um, like, a bunch uh-huh. on it. And then I was like, for some reason, I just got, like, uninterested. Or it was, what happened was it was too hard to piece everything together. Uh, okay. And I got, like, overwhelmed and was like, I'm not yeah. doing this. Um, and so it was one of the ones, I have a bunch of stories like that. <laughs> so it was one of the ones I had, like, abandoned. And this week, uh, Monday night... I only had two days to work on my story. And so when I went to work on it Monday night, my internet wasn't working. And I was like, oh, my God. I was getting so frustrated. And then I was like, I don't have time to research the person I was going to do. Mm -hmm. And so I just said, fuck it, and and went to this story, which was actually, I really got into it. It's a really cool story. I mean, it's like, sometimes it just depends on your mood, too. Like, how much you're willing to, yeah. Yeah. So that brings me to um, a little bit of information. If you guys know of somebody you you would like us to highlight or cover, please let us know. Because, you know, sometimes I go through it. I, I'll spend days, like, searching Google and searching different yeah. phrases and stuff, looking for somebody to, to highlight. And I just have a hard time. And sometimes I just, like, if somebody's like, oh, do this person. I mean, that's happened so many times. Caitlin told me to do Georgie White. Um, my dad told me to do Rachel Carlson. Yeah, and those Carlson. are the ones you get, like, most Yeah, and to. it's, like, it's kind of interesting. You're like, oh, yeah. And so it's just, so if you guys have somebody that you've heard of or somebody that you think, oh, I want to learn more about this person, let us know. We're more than happy to cover it because, you know, it's kind of like, if I can explain this to other women, I think you'll understand this. It's like, I'll cook any dinner you tell me, like, I'll make a standing <laughs> yeah, rib roast. Tell just me. tell me what, <laughs> what kind of dinner yeah. you want. Yeah, yeah, like, I just, just anything. Like, just give me I an will idea. Not. <laughs> well, I mean, I Unless will, it's like but grilled it's like, cheese. if you give me an idea, it makes all yeah, the difference it makes in the world. It it's much coming easier. up with the idea is the hardest part. Yeah. So, if you guys have something, please slide into our DMs and let us know. Please, I beg you, beg you, beg you. And let it's funny know. because, like, some weeks I'm like, like I was really into her this week, but before when I tried yeah, to do her, like, I try, I've tried yeah. multiple times to do it, and I was just like, I can't, I, w- I couldn't get into it. 
Yeah, I don't have any like that that are pending. I had really? one, and then I ended up doing it was um, I had one that I did when we did our first episode, and it didn't end up recording. Oh yeah, I I lost my whole thing on that one. And then when I did that, I like we I went back, and then I did her like another week where I was like looking and just like not having yeah. nothing was connecting. So yeah, I'm I'm st- usually I like to have my person at least chosen by now for next week and I don't yet. So I thought I had a person chosen tonight but it was just too gruesome and I I I just I have someone I'll mention I'll tell you about after we okay. Get off maybe okay. you want to do her. Right. That that I was going to do that I'm kind of like I don't know if I want to do her. Yeah, I just like I don't know. I just kind of want to do I mean I've been doing a lot of like really cool like historic people. Yeah. Like do I want to do somebody that's gruesome? Do I not? Like I don't know. I just feel yeah. like oof. The one yeah, I, I wanted do to do is someone that wasn't because I think I've been doing a lot of more gruesome. Yeah, and I, I don't know, like I kind of want to do something that's a little more like true crime. But yeah, I don't know. I'll do some intense research tonight and tomorrow because I like to have it. The one I, I'm thinking of, it's really cool. Sunday. You'll probably like it, okay. and you can watch a documentary on it. So nice. That's what you like. So if you guys like this, please go to your podcast platform, preferably Apple, and. <laughs> follow first you click the little plus button to follow us and then you scroll then once you get to our to an episode if you just scroll all the way down to the very bottom like uh, you scoot it up till you get to the bottom and that's where you can rate and review us um give us a five star if you want to give us four stars click on another podcast and give them four stars if (laughs) so we're only five stars here just to let you know and um and then write a little post just a little thing like I like this episode, or I uh, this is this was fun, or Lynn is beautiful. Whatever you want to say, Rose is ugly. I don't care. <laughs> um, <laughs> just kidding. That's Rose not is beautiful. Nice. Rose is beautiful. Rose is the most beautiful. She is the most beautiful. She's the queen of the podcast. She is the queen. She is the of queen the for sure of the podcast of the podcast. You're the queen. <laughs> you're the queen. So uh, Chris told me you were the queen. So um, yeah, please do that, and then you can always follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and. TikTok at No Ordinary Women Pod and on Twitter at No Ord O R D Women Pod, and you can like give us shout outs, like just you know what minimally y'all just like our posts, just like them. Yeah, that's fine. Maybe too. a little comment, a little you go girls, whatever. Rose is beautiful. It Rose, Rose is beautiful. Is Lynn is beautiful. Honestly, you guys have no idea how much it means to us when you like our stuff. Yeah. It's like it makes me giddy i'll be in the middle of work and i'll get a little thing it's like so and so like your breast i'm like yay i get so excited <laughs> so yeah um don't forget it's still pride month and if you'd like to go to our our um i'll post it again tonight our fundraiser for the trevor project which is an amazing 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 project organization that helps all kinds of lgbt lgbtq plus um people they actually have a live call center where you can call if you're feeling suicidal or stressed or anxiety and talk to somebody. They have so many. It's it's unbelievable the amount of resources they have. Um, and I actually know somebody that works there. Uh, so we're trying to raise money for them. Anything you can give. If you can give $5, if you can give a dollar, whatever you can, just make a little donation and um, help them to help our community. So... Until next week. Are you done? I am done. I I 
I blocked out there for a while. No, I'm just oh kidding. God, Rose. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So next week we're going to be on with uh, our last episode of the season. Season finale. The season finale. Lynn better make it good. It's Lots gonna of be pressure. Good. I'm going to do it naked. Yes. No. Please do. Nobody wants to see that. Yes. Too much jiggly. Everyone wants to see your boobs. Nobody wants to see it. It gets too hot in here. I'm going to be sweating in different places. No. It's no. okay. Just rest them on the table. Oh, Jesus be Christ. Fine. <laughs> I'm not doing that. All right. Well, let's see right. you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Love you.